let me tell you about the zebra. In case you haven't heard, car and home insurance rates are going up this year. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> With the zebra, you can compare home and car quotes from every major insurance company in under five minutes, giving you all the facts you need to make the right decision. I so highly recommend that you look at everything that you are spending money on and lock new rates in. Um, you, the average person going on to the Zebra saves $922 a year in home and auto insurance. You're most likely overpaying. Please go to thezebra.com slash Beck. Show your support for the show for a company that is standing with us. But um, better, better yet, save a buttload of money on your house and car insurance go to thezebra.com slash beck know how much money you can save within five minutes online Friday. We've got a great show for you. A lot of voices to explain what's going on. Uh, but I'm going to start with something that I don't think you're going to hear anyplace else. If if you are somebody who knows that trouble is coming and you don't necessarily know what to do, um, and you are going to uh, you're going to get some information here that you will not get anyplace else. Um, I'd like to move the show's DEFCON status up a notch. If we were at DEFCON 3 as a program, we're at DEFCON 1. And I'll explain why. What is coming your way in 60 seconds? We have to get in shape. We have to... uh, um, make sure that we are as healthy as we can and we got to get out of we got to get out of pain because uh, we are just we just need to be healthy we, we everybody needs to be in the in the fight and helping one another and may I recommend that if you have pain you try relief factor Nick wrote in said I've been taking relief factor twice a day for three months I've noticed a huge difference in my overall pain level. I had knee and back and foot pain for quite a few years. All of that's gone and I feel great. Thank you, thank you, thank you for recommending Relief Factor. Nick, thanks for listening and thanks for just trying. I mean, if you've tried everything else, man, I know it's tough. You're like, really? This clown on the radio is going to really? It works for me. All I can say is it works for me. I take it three times a day. It is um, something that 70% of the people who try go on to order more month after month because I think they're like me or Nick. It works. Call the number four relief, 800, the number four relief. 
or relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Okay, Stu, I want to lay out a couple of things. Um, first of all, the, um, the banks in China or the major bank in China has decided not to do any business with Russia. Uh, and that seems confusing to some. It makes it very crystal. It reinforces everything, I believe, quite honestly. Um, but we will. I need to explain that. And I need to tell you what's really going on with the price of oil and what it means. And Stu, if you wouldn't mind, um, if you don't understand or you don't think the, the, it's clear enough, please help me out. Will you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, the Chinese bank thing, was, is that good? No. It's not good that because you think that China and Russia are sort of aligned. They're right. coming on our side of the thing of the. We have to. Debate. We 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 have to. Um, we have to think differently. A different game is being played. If the world was as it, you know, uh, has always been, all of this would be a very good thing for the West and the United States and the stability of the world. Okay. Um, if this was 1938, this would be a very good thing if the world did this to uh, Germany. Mm-hmm. But it's not 1938. All right. It, this is a different scenario. And we are weakening ourselves at the same time we're weakening Putin. Okay. And really, it is a race to see which one collapses first. And China is not on our side. Okay. So let me just give you some things that happened yesterday and some reports that came out from Bank of America and J.P. Morgan Chase. I have told you before, prepare for impact. I am telling you now we've hit the iceberg. Get into the lifeboats. Get into the lifeboats. And I'll explain that here in a second. Don't um, be fooled by the sideshow that is this Putin battle. Good guy, bad guy. Should we go in and get him? We should kill him and shoot him in the head. We should. Don't be sidetracked by that. That is something that will just delay you. They are on the deck of the Titanic arguing about that. Get to the lifeboat. Here's why. Yesterday, Russian crude was offered at a price more than 22 Uh, dollars below the spot price and no one bought it so we say we're buying a russian oil we're buying all this stuff yeah some stuff is still coming through a pipeline but nothing is going offshore russia is so desperate now to sell this oil they said we'll sell it below market price by 22 bucks and no one took them up on that okay no one in the world This is the Great Reset, and it is very, very effective. But I want you to understand what's happening behind the scene. So there is a bidless market now for Russian oil and uh, increasingly an offerless market for non-Russian oil. J.P. Morgan, their commodity strategist, uh, made a research note earlier yesterday She noted that while the U.S. and its allies have so far stopped short of imposing penalties directly on Russian and oil and gas, 
On Tuesday, it became increasingly clear that Russian oil is being ostracized. The preliminary Russian crude oil loadings for March revealed a one million barrel drop in the loadings from the Black Sea ports. That is also a one million dollar drop from the Baltics and half a million uh, half a million barrel drop in the Far East. In addition, there is now an estimated 2.5 million barrel loss in oil products loading from the Black Sea. Total loss of 4.5 million Russian crude, blah, 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 blah. Putting the number in context, prior to last week, Russia was exporting 6.5 million barrels of oil and oil products with two thirds clearing through the now frozen seaborne market. Out of that, Europe and the U.S. accounted for 4.3, with Asia uh, uh, rounding out the number. Echoing, uh, echoing uh, what was said yesterday, J.P. Morgan notes that as the Russian invasion entered its seventh day, Russian cargoes have become toxic for the majority of the Western trading houses, refineries, utilities, shippers, banks, ports, and insurers. As of this morning... Almost 70% of Russian oil is struggling to find buyers. So far, if you're on the deck arguing this war, this seems good, right? This is the, I mean, this would be what you'd want, right? We're trying to isolate Russia financially. Yes. If we weren't actually niving and shiving ourselves at the same time. Hmm. The reasons include logistics, large number of oil tanker owners uh, can't uh, get the uh, the insurance, etc., etc. Signs are growing now that things are going to get worse as Russia's invasion into Ukraine is entering now a deadly new phase. President Biden is facing pressure from lawmakers in both parties to completely cut off U.S. imports of Russian oil and gas. In Europe, the conflict has revealed an extreme tension between European energy security, listen to this, and the region's primary energy uh, supplier, likely leading to a rethink of European energy strategy where a Russia-free requirement might be added to the carbon-free category. Understand that? Europe's not shiving themselves. They're saying, okay, we may have to get out of Russian oil, but if we're going to do that, turn those frickin' nukes back on. Forget about this carbon-free nonsense. We got to do what we need to do to survive. Got it? Which is, of course, what they should be doing and what we should be doing. We should be opening up every drilling a hole in the ground. We should be pumping oil and gas everywhere. J.P. Morgan then repeats what Goldman said over the weekend. Goldman Sachs said disaster is coming, arguing that giving supply shock and bearing a breakthrough in peace negotiations an immediate demand destruction is the only way to rebalance the market in the short term. That is terrifying. An immediate demand destruction. What is that? No one wants oil. No Why? One wants because this is the economy has collapsed and there's no demand. COVID. Right. COVID. COVID. Yeah. And to balance the market in this direction, as it stands, to balance the market, we have to use less oil than we did in 2019. In the first scenario, J.P. Morgan emits 
uh, that is so large, the immediate supply shock to the bank uh, or the supply shock. The bank believes prices need to increase to one hundred and twenty dollars a barrel and stay there for months to incentivize demand destruction, assuming no immediate Iranian volumes. Okay, we're hoping Iran. We're hoping (laughs) Iran will start selling its oil. The far scarier scenario from the bank, J.P. Morgan, is one where disruption to Russian volumes lasts throughout the year. In that case, they say Brent oil price could exit the year at one hundred and eighty five dollars a barrel, possibly two hundred dollars a barrel. So, you know, our entire global economy revolves around hundred dollar a barrel oil. Okay, everything we have, our groceries, our food, everything we do is based on a hundred dollars a barrel. That's just what all scenarios have been geared for. You don't change that overnight without extreme consequences for instance 140 dollars a barrel was what it was uh, at for the 2008 collapse that was the last straw you cannot hold this thing together at a sustained 140 dollars a barrel we're talking about 185 to 200 dollars a barrel and remember the fed said they need to stop the economy. They need to do everything they can to slow it down. In the 1970s, we had an oil disruption, and it was horrible. OPEC just stopped selling us oil. Okay? Horrible. What we did in those times is almost exactly what we're doing now, except like the low-fat version. Okay? We are now eating bacon fat only. Uh, And to cure that, they had to take 20% interest rates. So you borrowed something. It was 20% for your mortgage. That's how we got out of it. But remember, we had a president who was saying, cut taxes, cut regulation. Just go, go out, build stuff, make stuff. Come on, entrepreneurs, let's go. Okay, that's what got us through that. Now we have a government saying more regulation, higher taxes, no power to the people and shut them off with gas, shut them off at the banking sector. If we disagree with them, this is a death sentence, a death sentence again. But our government is hoping that Iran will return to the table. There's another supply valve, and that is the Strategic uh, Petroleum Reserve. (laughs) We will have to empty our Strategic Petroleum Reserve to be able to make a dent into this. Okay, And you don't want to empty the Strategic Oil Reserve when the world could be on the brink of war. Now, J.P. Morgan ends their, their thing yesterday saying... But you know what? It, it'll probably stay at one hundred and twenty dollars a barrel, um, you know, because maybe maybe this is going to end soon. And uh, and also maybe Iran. We're hoping on those two things. I would suggest 
that um, you might hope and pray for that, but you might prepare for something a little uglier because we have people intent on destroying the Western world and the United States. And you have those people inside the house. The call is coming from inside the house. Let me explain explain it another way from another movie. It's a trap. (laughs) Okay. Everything that everyone is arguing about. Stop. Stop. Concentrate now on food. Concentrate on fuel. Concentrate on being able to be the best, most non-fireable person in your company. Get into the lifeboat. Now, that was J.P. Morgan Chase. When we come back, I'm going to tell you what Bank of America said. Bank of America wasn't that rosy. 60 seconds. All right. If, you know, unless you have a computer making uh, uh, chip, uh, you know, a computer chip making machine, you know, someplace in your um, in your garage, you need to make sure that you can afford to get your car fixed when it goes out. Uh, these are kind of pricey issues. I don't know if you noticed that. Hey, did you see that uh, Ford uh, is going to have to uh, cut their production in half because of uh, chip shortage? I'm just doing that now. I'm never going to get a car, am I? You're never going to get a it's car. It's never going to come. Never going to get a car. Nope. Nope. Anyway, uh, here's the thing. Uh, if your car has 5,000 or 150,000 miles, we have got to take care of our cars. And it's going to get harder and harder to afford uh, the the mechanic. Right now, you can lock in the price of the, if you will, medical insurance for your car with carshield.com slash Beck. They will take care of the roadside assistance, the rental car, et cetera, et cetera. Find the plan that will cover you the best way and the most affordable way. Call them now at 800-391-8888, 800-391-8888, save 10%. It's carshield.com slash back. Deductible may apply. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, so uh, Bank of America is saying that um, if most of Russia's oil exports are cut off, remember, 70% has now been cut off, there could be a 5 million uh, uh, barrel or larger shortfall, even if there is some offset from the release of strategic reserves and some increase in OPEC exports. That means oil prices could double from $100 uh, a barrel to $200 a barrel. Um, they say this is going to cause massive, massive uh, uh, problems in the economy. We're already seeing them. Let me go to Bloomberg. Their uh, index of raw materials. So this is what does it cost for all of the raw materials to make things? Banks, importers, and shippers are now fearing New shortages in energy, grains, and metals. Raw materials saw its largely uh, its largest weekly gain in damn near 
half a century. We haven't seen this since OPEC oil crisis 1974. The biggest week in commodities unfolds since 1984. The global crude benchmark surged to 120 a barrel. Aluminum has hit uh, its high this week, and wheat has rallied its highest since 2008 as new shortage fears increase. We, quote, we have never seen such a steep and sudden commodity price uh, spike across so many assets. Until there is significant de-escalation, the record or elevated prices due to sanctions and disrupted supply chains will continue for many commodities. Um, okay, let me let me just let me just say this: We're in a different world. You have to start thinking differently. You, this is uh, I don't even know 1927, 1928. Maybe September 1929. I don't know. But I will tell you this. We are headed until and unless this administration changes its policies. They are they're going after a, a local oil company here in Texas, trying to get them to shut down. They are shiving us every step of the way. These Oil fields, these gas fields must be opened back up. They have to be opened back up. I believe it's a crap. I believe that this is um, well planned, well thought out. Uh, it will uh, it'll keep people back at home. It'll impoverish people like nobody's business. It'll make people cry out for the government. You've got to help us. We need more. Print more money. Uh, it is a recipe for disaster. Do not be in its path. Um, please start storing your food, any commodities. Start thinking like your grandparents right now if you're my age your grandparents that lived through the great depression start thinking that way now please okay let's lighten the show just a little bit next the glenn back program Okay, given the law of averages and the fact that cybercrime really, really only increases year after year, um, it's not a matter of um, if, it's a matter of when somebody is going to target you and, uh, and steal your identity. Um, your, your financial credibility is gone. Your ability to uh, really do business because uh, cybercriminals can just destroy your credit history. Um, your own personal integrity is also gone. That's what LifeLock is here for. They're, they're, they're going to do their best to protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Now, nobody can watch everything, but if you become a victim, their restoration specialist can work with you to help fix the problem and fix it quickly. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BACK. All you have to do is call them at 800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK. Or go to lifelock.com. Get this worry off of your top of the list uh, and top of your mind. Let somebody else worry about things that you and I, if you're like me, I have no idea what to do. That's why I have lifelock.com.
BlazeTV.com slash Glenn for your subscription to Blaze TV. The promo code is Glenn. Welcome to Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, a podcast that you can hear uh, before this show on Blaze Radio Network or wherever you get your podcasts. So you went through a lot of the detail of this, of what you see coming here in the last segment. Yeah. But take out the detail for a second. Your, to boil your theory down here, we, oil is going to spike to levels that are incredibly damaging to our economy. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we are going to continue to buy Russian oil, maybe continue, maybe try to buy Iranian oil. <laughs> We're negotiating with them right frickin now, the Iranians. That's and by the way, it's not damaging our economy. It is the likely depression that we will go into and possibly the end of the West because of the economic catastrophe that is coming our way no other than that but other than that yeah. so listen i know everybody is i feel the same way you know me this audience at least knows me you know i mean <laughs> i see the suffering in ukrainian in ukraine <laughs> and the ukrainian eyes i see the decency of those people i see the willingness to be free nobody is standing up for freedom anymore we we're the last hope of the world okay i don't want those people to suffer and i don't want putin to win you cannot teach him that lesson but let's have the real conversation here the one that no one is having we have already set a price on helping the ukrainian people have we not for instance yes we're not willing to spend american lives correct are you willing to go in now ask yourself this question are you willing to go in with troops full force no for the uh, ukrainian people nope nope yeah i mean we've said no yeah that. no i i'm we, not we've either even said no to a no fly zone yeah. i don't i don't know that any americans want to do that okay. I, I haven't heard anybody advocating for that all right good so we've <laughs> we've already then established what we are we're just haggling on price mm-hmm. <laughs> okay yeah yeah right that's yes. the truth that's the it truth. Is the truth we are haggling on price and we say american blood and quite honestly, treasure and security because of all of the risks on that. We've already said no. We've just done it too much and right. we're done with doing it. Correct. And we don't want to get into a war with Russia. That's right. that is that's not just American lives. That's, that you're is talking Armageddon. Armageddon. That's okay. end of the world type stuff. Good. Mm-hmm. So, again, right. if you believe in any of that, you know, or for your own reason, whatever your reason is, if you say, no, I'm not willing to send troops over there, you've had you've you've said there's a price to that freedom right okay yeah so that makes you not compassionate if you believe that that makes you already in the eyes of some yeah uh, you know me too not compassionate how can you say that when the suffering is going on so that takes that argument off the table take that emotional argument off the table you mean you're not willing to do everything to save these people no clearly as a country we're not because we won't send our own troops Mm -hmm. in to help them okay so enough of the bullcrap of the emotional side now let me ask you we've already had one price established 
You are not willing to send in troops, U.S. troops into Ukraine. That's price number one. Here's the other option that we are now going down without having the conversation. Are you willing to, within a year, face a depression, a depression, and possibly the complete destruction of the Western economy? Food uh, crisis like we haven't seen since the Dust Bowl. Are you willing to pay that price? Possibly you lose your job, you lose your money, and your family is struggling for food and energy prices that make it so you cannot really afford any gas because it's $8 a gallon. And I'm not talking about California. I'm talking about everywhere. Are you willing to pay that price for the people of Ukraine? I know this sounds horrible, but it has to be said. Are you willing to go through that? No. Well, we're, we're, but what brings that on? Well, hang on. Just answer the question here. Yeah, first. no. But we, no. you know, we are obviously have to prioritize our own people, right? And, Correct. And, mm-hmm. and so we do not have uh, a, we're not part of NATO. They're not part of NATO. We don't have an agreement to defend them. Mm-hmm. We can help them defend mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. That's what I think our role is here, mm-hmm. if there is one. If you're a conservative, the answer is very easy for you because you believe in the lifeboat theory. You it was horrible, but you had to if you were the Titanic and you were in a lifeboat. Now, this isn't the same necessarily if there were three people in the lifeboat, (laughs) but if you were in a lifeboat and it was it was filled, you can't go back and get more people. No matter you're listening to their screams and it's horrible, but everyone will drown. That's why we believe in border security. We can't help the rest of the world if we drown because everybody's coming here. Right. Okay. So it sounds like it's not compassionate, but it is rational compassion. Okay. You can't kill yourself trying to help somebody else. And it's not as, as if we're not doing anything here. We're, we're doing a lot. Okay. Here's what brings this on, Pat. The world revolves, the entire, we learned this in 2008, the world revolves around $100 a barrel oil. It can handle spikes. It can handle 120 as long as there's an end to that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the, 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 as long as it comes back down to 60 or yeah. 40. So the, the, the collapse in 08, the last straw to break the camel's back and let me ask you this question. Do you think we're stronger today than we were in 2008? No. You? No. Okay. So what the straw that broke the camel's back on our economy in 2008 that they say, and I believe, would have tanked the Western banks and economic system entirely. That price was $140 a barrel sustained for how long? few weeks couple weeks yeah not very long yeah all right Mm -hmm. we by cutting off oil right now and remember we're all saying we gotta really hit them we're already at a hundred dollars a hundred and twenty dollars a barrel okay already at a hundred and twenty dollars a barrel um and we are currently negotiating with iran 
to supply the world with the 10% of oil the world needs. Let me ask you this question. Who is more dangerous to the American homeland, the American people, the American way of life, Vladimir Putin or Iran? Um, I think you believe it's Iran. Um, uh, a, a, no, let me rephrase mm. it. A fully financed Iran. Over a long period of time. I think you would, you may turn the tables to Iran, but with 13,000 mm-hmm. nuclear weapons, I still think Vladimir Putin's a bigger risk. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. A bigger risk, um, but he is, he has not been hell bent on um, wiping out the American way of life. We have had him in a cage yeah. now, yeah. lately. Right. And this is the know. question. Has this turned, Correct. has he turned over a new And that's leaf? what everybody is saying. This is not the Putin of five years ago. Okay. You keep hearing that. So let's say we cut off all their oil. We collapse. Uh, and maybe Russia collapses, but we don't take Putin out. It's just a disaster. Nobody has nobody has any money. We've collapsed the banking system. Mm-hmm. You still have Putin in Russia, and you have a richer Ayatollah in Iran, and you have the Western world begging them for oil. This is not a good scenario. We haven't made anything mm-hmm. better no. by that. Okay. Uh, we just have to have the discussion here because everybody is pushing for crazy things they're pushing for let's do a no fly zone are you out of your mind that could end in nuclear war Mm -hmm. to save the um, ukrainian people are you willing to be in a war where one nuclear missile is launched against the united states oh god no of course not nuclear missiles no yes no no so were you willing to fight for them and do a no-fly zone if one missile is launched to Poland? No, I, no, no it no. doesn't matter, right? No, no. One missile launched to, Ru- to Russia in Moscow. No, the answer is no. We don't want nuclear war. Let's start looking at the actual consequences and stop looking at it like fat Americans who are like, <laughs> We control the world. We got all the power. We don't anymore. That has changed. It can change. I will listen now. Now that I'm looking at what's happening and I figured out that missing piece. Remember, I'm like, wait a minute. Something's wrong. What's wrong is it's a trap. You are dealing with Marxist revolutionaries that are running this country right now. They want to collapse it for their own Marxist reasons, but you also have the Great Reset that wants a collapse so they can reset and have it collapse right into their arms. Okay? You have forces inside the house wanting this collapse. So are we going to go along with it? The only way we the only thing we should be saying is Open up the oil fields and the gas lines here in America. Mm -hmm. You cannot do these kinds of sanctions and shiv yourself at the same time. We are empowering. uh, We are empowering China. Who's the winner in this? China. 
China. You look at who we're empowering in the Middle East, Iran. And why? Because of some effing idea that we're going to get off all petroleum to help heal the planet. There will be nothing left of the American and the Western society unless you open up not the strategic reserves. That's the craziest thing I've heard. You're on the brink of World War III and you want to take our military strategic oil reserves and just pass it out so we can go to the movies. So we can have an, uh, an extra two days. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's a, crazy. It's like two days. I mean, it's not even a good idea when normal times are going on, but right. when you're in a situation where war is, is already breaking out and we have <sighs> allies one border away from where missiles are flying so it's an insane idea so i want the ukrainian people to know i am with you i am with you i would collapse russia and uh, iran so fast with oil if we weren't killing ourselves. but i'm sorry ukraine until the people in this country stand up and absolutely at the gates of the white house demand that we open up our own reserves we cannot help you we cannot help what you. does that mean you can't help we, we can't are. we what do you mean we're going to do nothing I mean, we're already doing stuff. We are on the road to destruction. But but the, the issue with helping Ukraine is not... Look, you're we right. Can compassion help. is compassion, yeah. and I love compassion. The issue we for can't helping. shut down all of Russia's oil. I know it drives me crazy. But listen, I was for shutting down Russia's oil. I've been for it. But now when I see the missing piece, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Here's what's wrong. It's a trap. That's what's wrong. We cannot do that. We can supply them with arms. We can supply them with food. We can send over doctors. We can whatever they need. We can do that. But we cannot collapse ourselves and put ourselves in their position ready for God knows who Iran or China just to take it all. No, no. This government is not on the right side. And when I say that, I don't mean the Iranian people, Ukrainian people. What I mean is that they are on the wrong side of the American people until they secure us first. No, 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 that makes me very unpopular, but. That's what needs to be said today. People didn't like you last week either. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, let me tell you about real estate agents. I trust.com real estate agents. I trust uh, is, is a, is a company that I started a few years ago um, because I didn't know how to find the right real estate agent. Then I started working, doing some uh, work with the 500 best real estate agents in the country, according to the wall street journal. And, uh, and I learned what it takes and it's really quite easy. So we started looking for those real estate agents and asked them, can we recommend you to people? And they did. It's a free service to you. All we do is recommend people that fit into that, uh, that category of knowing the best practices, uh, having the best track record and, and quite honestly, having the best customer reviews as well, getting the job done and buying and selling real estate agents. I trust.com go there now. Real estate agents. I trust.com. The Glenn Beck program.
Miss a day? Miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Bill O'Reilly is uh, coming up in uh, just a second. I, there's so much more to be had on on this, so much more to explain. Um, but it is it, it, the 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 solution is uh, we have to. If, if we had a president right now who was saying, "Look, you know how I feel about global warming, but I've just I've just." Uh, opened up all the pipelines. I've uh, removed some of the uh, restrictions and some of the regulations right now just to make us oil independent just for the time being. Even if he said, I'm doing it until this crisis is over, you could you could understand. But he's doing the opposite. He is putting more regulations on and not opening up anything strategically that's suicide suicide 